You're listening to Solid Sound and we are talking tunes. Today's selector is... Holly Amphwax. Hey Holly, how are you? I'm alright thanks, I'm not bad, how are you? Oh good, good. So tell me a bit, Holly is your real name and Anthwax to me it sounds like a combination of Anthrax and Wax. No, that's my real name. No, no, I'm joking, it's not, it's not. Well, the, the wax bit was just coincidental, but it kind of does sound like records. It's off The Simpsons, so I used to be DJ Dental Plan, but that episode's a bit old and young people don't get it now, so I was watching a newer episode and there was a kid in a spelling competition and he was told to spell Amphrax and he spelt it and then he said Amphrax and then that's it. Actually, that's not a very good story after all that, but yeah, that's where it comes from anyway. Well, it's alright, it's a good story. I mean, it's extremely obscure, it's about as obscure as you can possibly get, right? My names have always just been off The Simpsons because I've watched The Simpsons a lot. Yeah, it's good, because seriously, I mean, like, Simpsons has gone downhill a bit, but I don't know, what do you think? It, it has. I, I stuck up for it for many years. I thought that it was alright until, like, last four seasons, it really took a nosedive. I, really, I finally gave up on it, but I still watch it. So if you was going to be a character in Simpsons, who do you think you'd go for? Like, who do you think you identify more? I'd be Lisa. Lisa? Because you play saxophone? I'm a bit annoying. I don't eat meat, and I kind of blew people's heads in a bit. None of us are yellow, and I'm a bit clever, I think. Oh, that's a good relationship. <laughs> Tune, uh, go watch it, uh, watch it flow. This is the first one, it's a nice one to start off with. Uh, can you tell me a bit about it? It's nice. Uh, I put it first because, like, I'd be tempted to say nice so many times, I can't say nice all the way through this, so I thought that this one was probably the one that is nice. Nice is like biscuits. It's like, it's like how are those biscuits? Some of them nice. No, it's not like nice biscuits because they're not very nice, but like, this is nice. I know it's not like his most complicated tune or whatever. I know it's probably him just mucking about for like three minutes, but it's just really nice. How can you not? How can you not like hearing it? Good. I mean, there's good atmospherics in there. Good bit of breaks and what have you. Good sort of uh, musical movements. I play it a lot in jungle sets. I think I started with it a few times. Oh, that, oh, that changed all of a sudden. <laughs> Well, that was that tune finished, and we're already on to the next one, which is Micro Fist. This is the Pixel Mega Mix, right? Yeah. Alright, this is my favourite song of last year, easily, by far. And he made it out of like samples of Pixel's tunes, that's why it's called a, a Mega Mix. Ah, so Micro Fist made the Mega Mix out of Pixel's tunes. This isn't Pixel's Mega Mix out of Micro Fist's. No, no, no. Pixel put up some tunes to remix and uh, he just remixed all of them into this. There you go. But it's really nice. <laughs> and nice again, it's great, it's great, it's fantastic, it's clever, it's interesting. It's definitely the best tune of last year. Oh, and it features his microwave, it says. 
yeah, towards the end. He, he seems quite proud of that flat, so I should probably tell you. And as well, like, I, I didn't pick any pixel tunes. I feel really bad about it. So this kind of includes quite a few of them as well. So now he can't be mad at me for not picking one. Because what do you do with Pixel? That's the West Yorkshire Jungle Collective. I mean, Pixel was on the end of the day, right? You sold me a few bits and pieces you and them do together. Yeah, we do uh, We do the Jungle Syndicate radio show on jungletrain.net, which is like probably the longest running jungle radio station. Probably. It's been going since 2001, so that's a long time. Probably. Yeah, we're both part of West Yorkshire Jungle Collective, which is members of Jungle Syndicate Leeds, junglism and yeah that's it <laughs> come together to do jungle we do we do free events at the old bus station once a month where we get a headliner in and then residents and it's really fun mostly on vinyl though we play we all, we all play on vinyl at that but is that a vinyl only thing or is that uh just because that's the way it is Technically, yeah, but I think people have sometimes not played vinyl. But mostly, yeah, it is vinyl only. The Serato doesn't count. Mm, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's okay. Turntable only. No. Turntable only. We're, we're meant to be vinyl only, but we have been known to use Serato a couple of times. I mean, we can. We can go back and talk about pixel microfist again if you like and talk about both or we can just leave that as it was I'll just leave as it was and find that funny but we'll go back to start this song it's fine do you want to talk about microfist yeah he's a cool guy he's all right all right do you know uh, do you know him yeah So I let you break a few of the rules. Uh, so one of the rules was, you know, trying to go for 15 tunes, uh, but you've gone for 18. So what I did was any of them that are like seven minutes, like this one or longer, I just cut them down to five minutes. Okay, I think you haven't actually cut this one down, but okay, we'll see. We've got the next seven minutes. We've got the next seven minutes to find out. <laughs> so state logic. This is going into sort of that jazzy sort of jungle sort of vibe, right? Yes, it is. I quite like a lot of Jazzy Jungle. And State Logic did four amazing songs like that, and then no more. What year was this? Like 90, late 90s or whenabouts? 
96, I think. 95 to 97, I'd say, but I think it's 96. They did two vinyls that were like on this sort of vibe and they were both really good. It was really hard for me to pick which tune out of those four, but I think this one is probably the best. Because there was a lot of jazz sort of jungle that came out around that sort of period. I think, you know, like, um, was it Alex K Circles, all that sort of stuff, LTJ Buckham, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and I think from there, then it sort of drifted in towards drum and bass, what you might call drum and bass now, you know? I've got quite a lot of stuff like this on vinyl. Loads of it, actually. I went through a phase of just buying tons and tons of this sort of stuff. So you're buying vinyl, right? Where do you keep all your vinyl? That's a stupid question in a box somewhere, isn't it? <laughs> in my house on shelves, yeah. Sort of quite near to my decks, like most people do. In the same room as my decks. In the same room as your decks? On shelves, yeah. On shelves. Because, like, have you ever thought about maybe putting them in the shed and then every time you wanted to do, like, a new tune, you have to run down to the shed, get the tune, run back up again because uh, that's probably the best thing about a seven minute tune right if you have a seven minute tune you could probably run down to the shed get the next track run back up again right takes me seven minutes to crouch down and get back up again now <laughs> i'm getting old <laughs> That's the thing I see sometimes with people with decks. I'm sure you've probably got your decks to the right height, but you know how a lot of people put decks on a bench or a desk, but you always end up bending over too much for it. They need to be sort of like a kitchen counter level, you know? Yeah, mine are like sort of just below chest height. Yeah, now everyone knows what height my decks are at. This is a really interesting interview. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe you could get people, do you get people to text in? or anything because maybe you could get people to text in and tell you how high their decks are um we could leave comments yeah put comments yeah topic start that yeah co comments in the chat how high is the millimeter are your decks we would love to know yeah absolutely <laughs> no I mean, it's not an interview it's a chat it's a chat it's like we're talking about music like you know just talking about whatever just talk about anything like you know and decks and how high they are yeah where you keep your records where you keep your records yeah I mean I don't know where do you keep yours I have none I have like three records and they're in uh, my wardrobe with all my other junk oh yeah you sold them didn't you yeah um, well I shouldn't call records junk but you know what I mean other bits and pieces I'm not going to get offended that you call me records junk I'm not one of those people like how dare you disrespect the vinyl <laughs> it's not junk <laughs> yeah I, yeah I don't know I, I just feel a bit, to me it just feels a bit old you know, as a, as a technology. I think, I always think like, if you had like CDJs and vinyl never existed, imagine vinyl never existed. You only had CDJs, laptops, all that sort of stuff. And someone came along and goes, oh yeah, look, I've got this really great idea. Take the music, 
press it onto vinyl and play it on a turntable, how many people are you going to convince? Like, get rid of the CDJs, put your music on vinyl and, and play it like that. You're not going to convert anyone away from CDJs to vinyl. No, they'd be like, bump the desk and go, that's rubbish, it just skips. No, but if vinyl had never existed before and you bring them um, this piece of plastic that when you drag a needle on it, it makes music, people would be like, wow. They would have been like, as if you're dragging a needle on a bit of plastic and it's making music. Like, maybe maybe getting your cats to sing along in time or something, I don't know. A bit less practical. We're on Lush now, aren't we? That's right. It's changed a bit. I know, this is like teenage girl vibes now, isn't it? Depressed teenage girl vibes. Isn't it really beautiful music, though? It is nice, yeah. I didn't think, I didn't really get the depressed part myself. I just heard, like, you know. Yeah, but you have to, like, stare at the floor when you play it, you know? So, when did you hear this? Like, why, why did you pick this tune? Um, it's just what I liked when I was younger. I've always liked them. When I was younger, I wanted to be in a girl band. I was briefly in a girl band, but I was the only one of them that actually learned to play an instrument. <laughs> so what did you play? Bass. Bass? Oh, good choice. Really, really love Lush. They're really nice. All their albums are really beautiful. It's all really beautiful music. It's really difficult to pick one song, but I think this one's probably my favourite. What's this one about? It's called Love Life, right? So I guess the title gives it away. I don't know what it's about. Well, it's called Love Life, so... Probably about that, yeah. <laughs> My friend says this me the other week. Oh, it sounds like a song at like, the start of a film. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does a bit. When films just started, you don't know what's going off yet, but they're setting the scene. Yeah, like she's just gone out of bed, had a shower, getting dressed for work and going to the tube. Yeah, she's just leaving the house, she locks the door. Yeah. I see it now. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> but it'd have to be like a 90s film with like Hugh Grant or something like that in it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's about to fade out now for the first line of the film. And where do you reckon the film would start? Or did you not get that far? I don't know, maybe she, maybe she bumps into someone and that's how it starts. But I, I, I don't know. Right. Maybe this wasn't a film, but I don't watch many films, so I don't know. Maybe I put quick Googles in hand. Is that a quick Google? <laughs> it's like the best music is just like lie on your bed to and do nothing. I've never heard this band before. Really? I've never heard this music before, no. Oh, well that's really good then. I'm glad I picked something that you've not heard of before. Yeah, I've heard a lot, a lot of the stuff you've selected, I haven't heard a lot of it. That's great, I tried to not pick the same things that everyone would always pick. Because that's pointless. It's absolutely, absolutely, exactly, yeah. Apparently this is shoegazing music, so there you go. According to Wikipedia, this is shoegazing music. Yes. So yeah, there you go. You're educating me, you see. That, that's what Lush is, yes. Mm. Doesn't, doesn't tell me anything about being used in the film, though. No, I don't think it was. It just sounds like it should be. Thank you. 
And then what's this tune now then? Yeah, we've changed now. Oh, hang on. to um, hide eyes love you he day oh he day oh there you go he day I'm getting a real education today aren't i yeah uh, this is uh, one of my favorite people in the world excellent where are they from japan what can you tell me about him he's unfortunately passed he died oh, be 22 or 23 years ago now 23 years because it was may the second i think unfortunately yeah 23 years ago but for me probably the greatest guitarist in the world. I really love this song. I think he's wonderful. This is the sort of music that I would listen to when I was young. J-pop. Is this J-pop? Would you call it J-pop? Or? Yeah, I do really like J-rock. That's the music I really liked a lot. What do you, I always think it's a bit weird, like, whenever you have music that you're into, what I like sometimes is you know, I'm listening to music and I don't know the lyrics, and J-pop would be one style, uh, stuff that comes from Russia, and I'm like listening to the lyrics, almost repeating them without a clue of what I'm singing, you know, or repeating. Could be anything. Yeah. Do you ever find that? Do you ever feel a bit like, what are these people singing about? Or do you just enjoy it for music? Like, I can sometimes tell a bit what they're saying. Just from being used to hearing it, I guess, but... No, I don't really think about what they're saying. Don't 
So are there any stars of music that you like that you didn't put in there that you thought was a bit too left field or anything like that? Are you asking me if there is stuff that I didn't put in because I thought it was too weird? Yeah. I like quite a bit of pop music. Oh yeah? No, not really. You shouldn't really be embarrassed of anything that you like. Oh no, not talking about being embarrassed at all. I'm just thinking stuff that you, that you kind of like but you didn't want to put it in for some reason. I could, I could have filled the entire list with just Japanese rock music, but I don't think people want an entire list of Japanese rock music. <laughs> um, I, like, I like some Vocaloid stuff. Vocaloid? What's that? Like, like computer singers, basically. But that's because I play a lot of rhythm games, and a lot of the music on rhythm games is Vocaloid music. So tell me, what's a rhythm game? Okay. Is that like, like the dancing games and that sort of stuff, or...? You know, like, dance mat game, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your hands. Do it with your hands. Yeah. That. So it's like, um, Guitar Hero, or...? Yeah, like, like, like all that sort of stuff, but... But with your hands, got it. A lot of the ones I play on PlayStation with your hands. Got it. And a lot of the music on those is Vocaloid music, so I've got into some of that. And Vocaloid is real people singing, or...? No, it's, uh... Computer-generated voices. Computers, yeah. I've never heard of that. Surely you have. I've never heard of it. I mean, I've probably heard it, but not realised what it was. All oh, right. I mean, a lot of them also have, like, you know, a, a character done to match the, the voice as well, and then they, they sometimes do shows and have loads of merchandise. It all gets a bit out of hand, really. There's always merchandise involved in everything, isn't there? But, uh... Yeah, they take it really far. I would have thought it would have been easy just to have a voiceover actor doing it, or a singer to do it, rather than getting a computer to do it. No, it's actually, it's actually it's actually a really big thing now in some places. I suppose it's like e-games, I and mean, that's probably on a bit of a tangent, Mike, but I mean, like e-games, it's like that kid that won three million quid playing Fortnite. It's like, the world is changing, right? Surely you've heard of Vocaloid stuff. You must have. Oh. There you go. So, I mean, that's the thing with music. There's so much to discover about it, and that's why I like talking to people about music because you get to learn stuff, like you know. Oh, okay. We haven't talked anything about uh, this tune, which is uh, vinyl and subsonic playback the music. <laughs> Coming up towards the end. Yeah, this is the only old school jungle song that I've put in this. I mean, I used to play quite a lot of it, but this one has just always stuck with me for years. You know, I get excited when I hear that intro. Yeah, it's a good intro on this. It's sort of um, reminiscent of like 93 Dark Side sort of stuff, you know? Hmm, I think this is a 94 tune, but yeah. It's always stuck with me through the years, this one. I really like it. And it's not like a really obvious old school jungle song to pick. And I still play it in sets to this day. I've been playing this in sets for a decade or more. Yeah. Time stretch vocal, that's very uh, 
mid nineties jungle in it. Yeah. <laughs> Time stretch jungle. <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm giving that vocaloid style in now, and that's is how it works. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this is a great tune. Everything's great about it. It's like a like a perfect example of a perfect old school jungle tune. Of just played old school jungle, you know. A nice sample, nice drums, nice vocal. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the tune on the other side is good as well. The other side of the record's good if people want to go and buy it. I know I'm giving you a thumbs up, I shouldn't be, but for everyone listening, I'm doing a thumbs up. Big thumbs up. Maybe we should do that since we got since we got this on video. Maybe we should uh, do thumbs up for you know how many thumbs up this tune is like. You know, maybe we should do that as we go. <laughs> Put all six of my thumbs up. Uh, well, I could do some as well. Like you know, between us, we've got four thumbs. <laughs> okay. Get the cats involved. You know. So okay, so it's a it's a zero to four thumbs thumb scale ratio. I can't say that. What, zero to four. Thumb scale. No thumb scale. Oh my god. <laughs> A four thumb scale. I think I might just avoid S words for the rest of uh, this 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 show. Like we're, 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 we're on number two, aren't we? We are indeed run to breakage astro. Yeah, first of two, two breakage tunes in this. Like considering all of the great artists that I've like ignored in this list and not put on, I put two breakage tunes on it because I couldn't pick between them all. Sorry, my phone went off. I think people, when I ask people, I think they spend too long thinking about it in terms of trying to get the perfect 15. Uh, whereas really, from one day to the next it can change, and certainly one year to the next it can change. So it's just like, yeah, just pick whatever you feel at the moment, you know? Well, the way I tackled it was, it's not my 15 favourite tunes. It's not that. It's 15, I thought, I'll just find 15 tunes that I think people should hear. Yeah. And then they turned into 18. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And it's a lot easier to tackle when you think of it that way. Just what's, what's 15 songs that you think people should hear? Yeah, that's exactly what we're looking for. And hopefully, I've picked some songs that people might not have known or might have passed by, even if they are by artists that people do know, like everybody knows Breakage. Yeah. I mean, this one's a well-known one, but it's not often picked by people who like Jungle, though. Would you call this Jungle? I suppose it is, isn't it? I don't know if this is more drum funk. Yeah, it's all Jungle when I want to play it on radio. Of course, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. When I'm playing on the jungle radio and I want to play on radio, the, 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 the stretches of jungle go quite far. Yeah, anything with breaks in and a bit of bass, happy days. Yeah. <laughs> it was years ago that I stopped caring about what jungle was. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I just stopped caring about genres or anything like that. Just play whatever you're feeling and whatever seems to work at the time. It, it kind of is more drum funk this, so yeah, but I also probably would just consider drum funk jungle. I'm probably making loads of people really mad right now, but... That's right, controversy sells. Like, you know, people are interested in a bit of controversy. <laughs> Time 
yes very 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 good tune like it very much got what me and pixel call a space cats vibe this, this is a space cat tune there's loads of tunes that we call space cat tunes listen can you hear it meow meow it sounds like space cats You're giving me a very right funny look right now. <laughs> I thought I'd try and listen to it. I'm trying to listen to it now. I mean, I'm hearing that fat bass, like the reverby bass on it, you know? So you've got a spacey vibe on it, definitely, yeah. Well, yeah. With the strings. There's, there's a load of songs that we call Space Cat Tunes, and this this is one. I wouldn't disagree with this. DJ Crystal Crystallize is like the, the original Space Cat Tune. Then there are many more, but that, that one is the original Space Cat Tune. If people want like a a definite definition of a space capture. I think we should start popularizing that term, definitely. We've already started. I've seen people using it in one of the groups on Facebook. Tell me a bit about all the different bits and pieces you're doing. Like you're doing, I, I find it hard to keep track of what you're doing. So uh, let's just talk about a few of them. So do I. So I sometimes find I wake up in the middle of the night and I feel like I've forgotten something. So I'm doing so many different things. I feel like I've forgotten something. Do you ever feel like that? You feel like? Yeah, all the time, all the time. I'm supposed to have that set ready for someone, but then you check and you haven't, you haven't, you haven't. But you know, you just constantly feel like you're forgetting something. Yeah, all, all the time. <laughs> I just always hope I haven't forgotten something. But I, I, do, I do make myself quite busy. And oh, we've changed, we've changed again. Hello, new tune. Yep. I assume so. Uh, so how do you pronounce this one? Sidream and Mech Warrior? No, it is not, it's Laced Walk, actually. I'll have you know, Laced Walk. No, of course it's not. Yes, yeah, Last Walk. Last Walk, that's an easy bit. Side, yeah, side dream. Well, it could be pounds per square inch dream. Oh yeah, maybe, yeah. Tell me a bit about Toxic Sickness. Can I start with that? Uh, I do two shows on there. Well, one and a half. I've got one show that I do by myself and I get guest mixers on. I do a, a regular technoid show called the Fairly Regular Technoid Mix Show because that's what it is. Yeah. Where I play Technoid, drum and bass, believe it or not. How often? How often, though? Once a month. That, that's fairly regular. So I do that, which is once a month, and uh, I've, I've been lucky to have some really good guest mixes on it. I've got, let me turn this music down. This one's louder. So, yeah, I've been pretty lucky to have some really good people doing the guest mixes and it's, it's going quite well I've been doing it for about a year and a half now and it gets quite a lot of listens which I'm eternally grateful for
But I just I start, I started doing it because people like just kept asking me what tunes were and kept asking where you could find more of that particular type of drum and bass. So I started doing this and yeah, now they can. And then I also do the Fractal Show, which is once a month, but I'm not always on it every single month. We have quite a few guests, so we've got a few residents. So that, that's more sort of crossbreed, industrial, hard drum and bass, etc. You didn't put much crossbreed or hard industrial in this selection of tunes well no because I didn't have many songs and it's a wide range of things into it so I tried to put, put like a bit of everything in no just do what I feel <laughs> or, or do what's needed like what would you think is a genuine Holly Antwax set like if you just played music you like like where do you, where do you think it would go or do you not even know yourself you just whatever you feel at the time well, a usual set, if I'm just playing a set somewhere, it's not like, you know, if I play a jungle night, obviously I'll play jungle. If I'm playing at like the drum bass night, I'll play drum bass. But if I'm just, just playing a set of like fractal or something, I play a little bit of a few things. It's usually like, you know, techno drum and bass, or technoid, whatever you call it. And like crossbreed, and I play quite a bit of school step in my sets when I'm out and a bit of hard techno, I guess. Is it cats dinner time, is it? <laughs> cats are always walking all over me, it just always happens. What are your cats called? Rin, um, Len, and the Outside Agency. <laughs> the Outside Agency, what a cool name for a cat. Yeah, <laughs> they call her Terror for short. So this one's Side Dream and Mech Warrior. What do you like about it? Why'd you pick it? I bought this really cheap, this record, and it was one of the best two quids I ever spent. Again, it has a really, really lovely intro. It's really nice to mix with. It's always nice to have tunes that are like, you could mix and blindfold, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a really nice drum and bass tune, just general drum and bass tune. It goes with so so many different types of sets. So where do you buy records from? Don't say record shop because that's a rather obvious answer. Mostly off the internet now. If I'm completely honest. Right. I just buy. I mostly just buy them off the internet. Are there many record shops around you? When I was in Nottingham, I used to buy them from Plates, but then Plates shut down, and I also don't live there anymore now. So. That's where I used to buy them from, so if that was still in existence, this would be a nice little name drop for plates right now. But they shut, so... I'm just waiting for your cat to cut us off the internet. 
Yeah, it might happen. She might. She might end the call. Breakage of threshold and it's eight bit and I don't really know what I'm telling about tell you about it. The whole the whole the whole like EP is really good that this is off. But this song is really good. I, I, oh God, I don't even know what to say about this. I, I play it a lot. I play this song a lot. Like I need to stop playing this song all the time on right. on jungle train because people are gonna notice. <laughs> it's really good though, like it's how many dark. I just picked this one as a nice example of a, of a dark, heavy jungle tune that's just good. Yeah. So this came out, I'm looking here on Discogs 2002, came out on Reinforced Records, legendary label. Reinforced. Still going, it's good to see that, still going as a label. A quick look at the old Discogs. Wow, started 1990, just, uh, 1990, and yet still going today. Still got releases out going there, uh, 2021. So there we go. 30 years reinforced record, blimey. I mean, there are other record labels that have come and gone since then, so that must be... Yeah. Because Suburban Bay sort of gave up a bit, didn't they? And then Moving Shadow gave up a bit. Uh, um, and like Metalhead started way after these two labels. So I'm like wondering, is reinforced the longest running yeah. jungle record label? I, 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 feel, I feel like I should know these sorts of things, but I, I really don't. <laughs> no, not the slightest. Sort of stuff that I would get into, like, and it's sort of stuff I would get into. I don't know, I'm going off on a tangent here, right? Because I'm going into nerd mode. I love going into nerd mode sometimes and just, like, looking at this sort of stuff. I, t- I don't know, I just I just buy records and play them, and I hope that I can remember what's on each one. But say, listen to the music, not the artist, right? Sometimes, you know, if you know what label you're looking for, it's easier to find more stuff. Because you go, oh, I like that label, I'll see what else is on that label. Yeah. I tend to just go through bargain bins a lot, me. <laughs> <laughs> you, can find some really good, you can find really good stuff in bargain bins. I found some of my favourite records in bargain bins. Yeah. Where are you finding these bargain bins? Because I know charity shops tend to sell me stuff, don't they? Some of the... Like the Oxfam sell vinyl and stuff like that. They do, but you very rarely find something good in there. Mm. Although, speaking of which, like I, I got into you know State Logic that we played earlier. I got into them because my friend found one of their records in a charity shop and bought it out of my house. I was like, oh, I just bought this from charity shop. I was like, oh, I'm going to find out right now. I've got it straight off Discogs. So yeah, you do sometimes find something good. record I found in a charity shop is a uh, I found one of the Naughty Naughty records in a charity shop that was a good find oh 
Yeah. They were interesting ones. They talk about the, the sort of like happy hardcore almost or something, weren't they? The old school ones, yeah, with the bootlegs on. I remember when they came came out. Can't show my edge a bit, but uh, yeah, they were, they, were, they, were, they were interesting ones. I think. Um, oh, I try to think of the guy who, who, who made them. I don't know. Uh, I'm just being nerdy again, anyway. I've got quite a few of them, though. They're quite good. They're, they're, they're fun records. When you're playing vinyl, they kind of make you sound better than you are because a lot of the mixing is done on the record. Yeah. So you like, you know, you hear, oh wow, this person's playing vinyl and they're playing these two amazing tracks at the same time. It's actually, you know, it's on the record, like, you know? Yeah, we're all fraudsters, really. going on oh right this more japanese rock music <laughs> this is good yeah this is this is all i used to listen to when i was a teenager i was just like obsessed with this sort of music it's mostly all i listen to now really yeah at home but right, i picked this band because they're kind of a bit known nowadays in in uk and they're like one of the only bands that are but their music nowadays i don't like so I thought if anyone does like them nowadays, it might be interesting to hear what it was like in the early 2000s when they were good. It's a weird combination, isn't it? Because it's like, you can hear the Japanese sort of style, what I would call Japanese style, which is, you know, they seem to have some young woman in squeaky voice doing a solo and then like the death metal part it's a weird combination like you know it's a guy it's not a woman oh is it it's a guy it doesn't even sound squeaky <laughs> right okay song like you know it's weird i like it i like weird i like strange and of course i didn't realize they were japanese because all i'm hearing is just this sort of like i don't know how you describe that style of scene but you know sort of, sort of style sort of growling like or whatever you know yeah growling i guess screaming growling i think it's great so that person's a guy. Hang on, this guy. Yes! Doesn't even, doesn't even sound like a girl. It's a guy. There you go, that's what happens when I uh, record everything pitch, pitched up. When I record everything pitched up at like plus 12%, I was listening to it originally pitched up. All oh, right, all oh, right, yeah. I see. <laughs> no, no, they are all guys. When I was a teenager, I had like, you know, like a, like a plushy, like a plushy teddy. I made one of the bass player and I used to take it around with me. Because they all look very interesting and nice. They're, 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 they're visual, they're visual bands. 
intro though what is it i'm not entirely 100 sure how you say the name yabol i assume right. yabol yabol i don't know if it's russian it'd be more like yabol I've, I've never had to say it that's the first time i've ever had to say it it's called close your eyes as you might have figured out by now because they keep saying close your eyes This too is really good. When it drops, it kind of makes me want to like throw a chair or something. It does. Doesn't it make you want to like get up and like lob something across the room? Not particularly, no. Lame. I think it's a banger. I don't know, I like changes in music. I, I, all I'm listening for is changes. I like things to change every five minutes or every, every five seconds. Yeah, I'd probably don't listen to techno drum and bass. You wouldn't like that because that's hmm. mainly repetitive. But no, this is this is a nice sort of minimal-ish drum and bass-ish sort of tune. I don't know what it is. I'm sure someone will gladly correct me. Yeah, it's a good tune, yeah. It's a good tune. Like I say, it's a bit of a long intro, but I'd say that's easy to mix as well. Because I'd always listen to the hats, and I'd, you could bring that in on top of anything, right? You're just very musically impatient. Oh, absolutely, 100%. I've got ADHD, music ADHD. into DJing? How did you get into all of that? I was kind of brought up into like, you know, like into rave anyway, by, by my parents and like party scene and that anyway. My older brothers were DJs and then one day I started DJing. I've been doing it for a long time now, I'm not entirely that sure. It's been like, like over 10 years. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's been, it's been a long time. It's, it's definitely been more than 10 years. One of those things you just sort of drifted into sort of thing and it's all around you, you grew up with it. Yeah, I started out helping out with events in around sort of 2007 time and then it went to doing my own events and then obviously what led to DJing and it's been, it's been, it's been a long time and then all these years later I'm still doing it but I've got a bad back now. From having the decks too low? Yeah. Yeah, too low. Yeah, just around chest height, everybody, you know. In the comments, we want to know how high your decks are to the millimetre. So yeah, I've been, do I've been doing it, like, I suppose, most of, a lot of the adult life, I guess. And it's just, it's just what I do now.
I went on to Discogs and Discogs is saying this is drum and bass. It has drums and bass. It sounds like drum and bass. I think this is drum and bass. I think, I think there's a lot in drum and bass, though, isn't there? In the, as a genre, there's just so many different subgenres and different styles. You know, everything from liquid all the way up to neuro. I don't know if you add crossbreed in there or whatever, but. Yeah, where do you draw the line? I've, I've been playing drum and bass sets before, and people have come up to me and said, Can you play some drum and bass? <laughs> Once I was playing somewhere, I was playing drum and bass, and this girl comes up and says, Is this Psytrance? I was like, No. No, it's not. What's the scene like in Leeds for this sort of music? Like, did you get a lot of opportunities to DJ locally, or are you travelling a lot, or... I mean, this is pre-Covid, obviously, because I can't imagine much has been happening over the last year. I know, it's trying to remember. No, I think most of the things I got booked for, I travelled for, really. Mostly, if I got booked in Leeds, it was for Jungle. Yeah. All the local bookies were for for Jungle, apart from Fractal, obviously. Mm. But if I get booked to play drum and bass or anything heavier, it's always... It's always a far, it's always travelling. Yeah. Bristol? Sheffield? Yeah, yeah, further. I'm listening to this, where are we now? This is still that same tune, right? No. This is Pylon and Socom. Again, not entirely sure how you say it. Sure how to pronounce it, yeah. Pylon and Socom, let's go with that. Uh, Catalyst. Yeah, this is a great tune. Again, more DMB. Yeah, and it, I think I put two Pylon tunes on this list as well. You did? Right, this is Technoid. This is a Technoid tune. This is also new. It's not new. I realise that nothing we've been doing. So imagine I know nothing about Technoid, which isn't that hard to do, right? What is Technoid? What makes Technoid a style? Sort of like a mixture between Techno and drum bass. And it doesn't really have a name, so people call it that and that'll do. It's just like Techno-y drum and bass. A lot of Russians like it. Mm -hmm. Isn't that great though? I like the Reese on it, you know, it goes that sort of noise. It's really good. See, it's like a bit techno-y, a bit drum and bassy. There's probably more clear-cut examples than this, but this falls into yeah. the category. I always think of techno as just being like, you know, 4-4. Four, four. Some parts of this sort of music is light, like you see. This is like what I play on my radio show on Toxic Sickness. As well as Toxic Sickness, you're also doing Kemet? Yes. Yes, um, I do. I'm one of the presenters on the Drum and Bass show on 97.5 Kemet FM, which mm-hmm. is a 
in the East Midlands. It covers the East Midlands and it's online as well. But yeah, if you want to tune in on your actual radio, it, it covers the East Midlands. And I do that with Omen Breaks and MRB and Terraform. Uh, so that's broadcast on the FM. So what sort of coverage is that? Is that covering West Yorkshire or...? East Midlands. East Midlands, right. Yes. It's, it's based in Nottingham. But how far away can you drive and still hear it? I've never tried. I, I don't know. Maybe someone can do that and comment on this and tell us. You see, I'm broadcasting this out on Dublin South FM. Yeah. And as the name suggests, it's Dublin South, so it's Dublin's a city, but we're only broadcasting to the lower half of the city, so I almost know to the kilometre where where you cannot pick the station. <laughs> so oh, right, like, I see. It's like it's like two men in a shed sort of radio station, you know? <laughs> I think, I think Kevin goes a bit further than that. I think it covers, like, all of Nottingham. I think you can pick it up in Derby and Leicester as well. Just about, yeah. So, yeah, I've been doing that for... Uh, I think about a couple of years now and I really enjoy it. It's really nice. It's really it's really nice to do. Really fun. I, and it's great because I get to see you and break, so I don't get to see him very much since I left Nottingham. So that's fun. Yeah, don't know what else to say about it really. listening to this like i suppose this sort of metallic noise now that's repeating over that's probably where you're getting the technology part from right and that's sort of futuristic i guess mm. it's the kind of music that only like awkward men in their 30s like that stand that stand in dark corners of the room you know <laughs> one of my friends says pretty much everyone who likes this music in england knows each other probably too <laughs> I can I can sympathise with that idea because it's like I mean obviously over here in Ireland for certain types of genre of music you literally know everyone yeah pretty much like you go to the gigs or whatever or you put on a gig or whatever half the people that walk through the door you know them by their first name pretty much it is pretty much like that. This is another techno drum based tune. Again, by Pylon. Tamas and Wilder. Again, not sure how you say these names. I've never had to say them before. Well, see, Tamas, if that's Polish, then it'd be, yeah, sort of Tamas or something like that, wouldn't it? But yeah, like you say, it's it's hard to know, isn't it? We don't know where they're from. Um, And then Wilder, if that's Polish or something, it'd be V for Wilder. Wilder! Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe, may, maybe, maybe. Let's see what uh, Google says. <laughs> oh, 
on the extremely slim rare off chance that they happen to hear this we are very sorry about how we say your names <laughs> but they're not going to hear this so it's okay <laughs> really really good tune though yeah i found a guy on soundcloud he's got one follower must be the wrong account must be the wrong account yeah must be So, I picked this song because my dad liked it. He didn't like drum and bass at all. He much preferred like hard tech and gabber and hard house and things like that. But one day I was playing this, he comes into the room, he's like, oh, what's that? It's a stunner. I can't believe that tune. And then he kept playing it ever since then. So I really like it because it was one of the only songs that I played that he liked. And he started getting into techno drum and bass. He started looking at more tunes and stuff. And then, unfortunately, he died. Um, and he died like a few days before Bangface and one of the last things he says to me before he died like well pretty much the last thing he said to me was make sure you go and play your set at Bangface so I went to Bangface and I played my set and I played this song because he liked it and I've never actually played it again in a set ever since so yeah I respect your dad and obviously condolences for your loss. Um, it was a difficult thing to be thinking about and bringing back memories. You know, whenever you hear this, obviously it must remind you. And obviously, I would imagine lots of other types of music as well would remind you or things like that. Not easy. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it, it does, yeah. But then it's kind of, kind of cool that your dad was into cool music, right? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if it was what not for him, like, so... I mean, this has got loads going on. I love it. But hey, you, you like one of these tunes now, finally. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I like a lot of the stuff we put in here. A lot, a lot of the stuff, yeah. This is good. It's got a load of energy, loads of changes, you know, loads of things happening. It's, um, you know, you can create images in your mind of... If you used to make a music video, I don't know if you ever do that, but I always like imagine what a, a music video might look like if this was, you know, that's not happening. Like I'm driving down a tunnel really fast and <laughs> stuff's happening or whatever. Like you know, I, I, I can I can envision that. Yeah, it, it is it is a fast driving song. Like good for playing a, a driving game or something. Bang face. Yeah, bang face. Uh, 
Um, you were playing this year as well? No, I say this year. It was actually last year, 2020? No, I didn't. But I played the two years before. Oh, okay, I'll edit that out then. <laughs> <laughs> so Bankface is a topic I often talk to people about. I don't know if I get a bit boring. Like, oh yeah, Christy's talking about Bankface again, you know? But uh, you've played there two years, right? Yes. 2018 and 2019. Yeah. And it was great. I, I love playing there. I hope I get to play there again. I played twice in 2019 because we had a takeover on the telly as well, but... That was a fractal takeover. Yes, I would really love to play there again. It's a great place to play. It's a great place to go. Always freezing, but a great place to go. I think what I love about it is the fact that there's so many people there that like whatever type of music you're playing. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, whenever I'm there, I've never seen so many people in one spot into this sort of music. Yes. Like, you know, so when you're playing it and see so many people appreciate it, do you know what it's like sometimes, I don't know, what, what it's like in Leeds or wherever you might play, but, you know, it's a struggle to put on gigs and it's a struggle to get people in the door and you're losing money on it, like, you know, whereas it's nice when you go to bank place to see so many people up for it, like. Yeah, it is. It's really good at bank place. People always go for it as well. And I don't know, it seems like dance floors are always full. No matter what time of day, somehow. Yeah. But no, I like it at Bangfest. It's fun, and you get to wear cool costumes. Yeah, I don't never really go for the costumes myself. Obviously, uh, I don't know. I think I'm a bit old for that, uh, or a bit boring. I don't know. But uh, it's always nice to see when you see people making the effort. Like you know, it's people having fun. Like I mean, that's that's it at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Yeah, love Bangfest. Great fun. I'm one of the only people who's sober there. I'm sure. I'd be pretty sober. I do have a Bangfest sober, and people are usually like, "What?" It's like, well. Like when I go, 2020 when I went, I had four cans of cider the whole weekend. Okay, maybe it's just me and you then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe we should meet up and uh, have a cup of tea or something. Yeah. <laughs> when everyone's like, you know, struggling. Yeah, that's the thing, in the morning you feel all right. Like you got to bring decent tea bags with you, you know, that's what I think. That's what I like the most, like, it's getting too much, go back to your chalet, have a nice cup of tea. <laughs> What's this tune then? This is still not, this isn't still the pylon tune. This is, um. It's, um, Jacob Inhuman, who's now called Inhumanoid, and Hatework Machine, and it's called Inhuman Machine. And I wonder how they come up with that title. <laughs> I wonder how they come up with that. It's, it's a really good tune. In fact, like, I found this tune and I really liked it. And long story short, we're now like really good friends. So yeah, it introduced me to a cool friend. Who? Jacob and Human? Yes. He's uh, is our part of Fractal and he always plays with us at our events. Yeah, awesome. All around good guy. No, no thumbs up there. Fractal been going for a good few years now. Yes, yes we have. Uh, how many years is that? Four, five, six? We're coming up. We're coming up to eight. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. It's going to be eighth birthday in October. Uh, have you got something sorted out for that? Post COVID. Yes, we've got an event. We've not got a lineup out or anything. 
it's in October. Oh, I should have I should have wrote this date down before. No, it's October. Like if you're in Leeds, at October, you're gonna figure it out from the time. I mean, it's what five months away. October the eighth. Friday, October the eighth is Fractal eighth birthday. We do have an event before that, well, semi-event. We're doing a room at the Beaverworks reopening event, which is on June the 21st, which is a Monday. <laughs> the first the first day that everything reopens, we're doing a room there. And then, yeah, we've got the 8th birthday on October the 8th. So no lineup up sorted out for the 8th? We're working on it. We're, yeah, we're not, we're, not, we're not announced it. I'm not going to tell you now. I can't tell you yet. Yeah, you have, but you're not going to tell me. <laughs> We're not announced it, but... Uh, fair enough, fair enough. We've got something good. Excellent. Yeah. I'm wondering how tricky it will be with um, Brexit and all that sort of stuff if you're bringing anyone, say, from Netherlands or Germany or whatever. You know, you're going to be just stuck playing UK people. Like I was just saying about, you know, a humanoid that we were just talking about, he's he's based in the Netherlands. Yeah. So hopefully we can get him over for Fractal, but we, we don't know how that's going to be. No one knows how it's going to be yet. Ah, well, figure it out near the time. Yeah. This is cool, I like this. This is cool, I like... Uh... This, is, this, is, this is Peter Curtin. We had him play... We had him play... I think it might be the sixth birthday? Yeah, this is, this is a great tune, this. Fighting my sets a lot. I mean, I'm not sure what else to say about it other than it is actually fantastic. It always goes out well. People always ask for tune IDs on this, so I thought I'd include it. Yeah, it's a banger. I like it. It's like, because it's got that sort of 4-4 bang, but then it takes breaks from it, like, just there, you know, you got to end the bar break. You know, very well punctuated. I always, I always think of music in terms of punctuation. You know, you have a sentence. Yeah. It's got commas and full stops and that sort of stuff. Think of that in terms of music and the fact that you'd have half a sentence with a comma, then the other half of the sentence, and then you're into the new bit. Is that what you tell yourself? Despite what you may be, you are no better than a malignant pile to close the your yeah, I think I think I think we're on, I think we're on the same bit because you moved your hand at exactly the right time for something. Internet lag and everything—that's a bit of a miracle, right? <laughs> but yeah, if you like this, you should really listen to more Peter Kurt stuff. Although a lot of it is a lot more um, complicated with the drums, I shall say. But all all bangers. Play, play a lot of his stuff in my sets. He, he he played a really good set with his brother at the Fractal Sixth Birthday. Yeah, man, it's been a long year with, um, you know, with COVID and the lockdown and all that sort of stuff. I think it's, uh, I almost wonder how things will get back to normal. Have people got too lazy sitting there and watching Netflix that, you know, when gigs start happening again? I can imagine a certain amount of people will be like, yeah, gigs are on, and they're all run out. But then I wonder if afterwards people would be a bit like, meh, I kind of got lazy and I'm just happy eating pizza and watching Netflix like or whatever on a Saturday night rather than going to raves. I really have no idea how it's going to go. I think I think it's going to be quite fun. I think people are eager to go out. Absolutely. People have been complaining about it for ages. <laughs> Is that what you tell yourself? I mean, I'm not, I'm not planning to go to anything yet apart from the big prospect event in December. Oh, nice. That's uh, the one in Rotterdam, right? Yes. Uh, That's the only thing I've planned to go to so far, but... Yeah, hopefully travel restrictions lifted by then. 
I hope so as well, because I'd really like to go. <laughs> yeah, it looks tasty. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the drop on this? Come on. Stop talking, just give me music, man. Right, thank you. Right, now, let's carry on. Let's talk about Prospect Radio. Yeah, so Factor's got a monthly show on Prospect Radio. We've been doing it for quite a while now. I think we did the first one like a year ago in the first lockdown. We did a quarantine stream and then they asked us back for a regular show. I had my birthday party on there because I couldn't have a real birthday party. Yeah, so uh, I had a joint birthday party with uh, the DJ producer in December. That was good. It was in VR and we also streamed it on Prospect Radio. That was amazing. It was like 12 hours and we had loads of really good people play. And then we did another one for Cun7 and Grew Up North's birthday. So yeah, we've we've been playing on there for a while. It's great. Great fun. Another radio show to stress about. (laughs) Excellent. But I'm, I'm so excited that we get to play on there. Like, it's an absolute dream for me. Yeah, like, I, I still I still can't believe it's this day. I am so, so thankful that they still have us back every month. Yeah, let's talk about this tune real quick before it runs out of time. Yeah. Uh, this is Center Spike, Killing Contract. Yes, it's the kind of tune that Pixel will throw his pint at the ceiling for. <laughs> I've played this before at nights and he chucked his drink. It's a, it's a great tune, this. I, mean, I, just, I don't know, it's so hard to pick out of all the tunes in the world, isn't it? What to put on. So uh, I narrowed it down to this. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. It is really good. Like, I never get bored of hearing it. like really sort of energetic and now it's gone down to a bit of a down tempo sort of vibe you know yeah so this if it, i'm sure i don't know if the tempo dropped or what but it just feels almost like dubstep yeah it's so, so slow you know yeah i think if you actually pitch this down 
definitely you'd almost mistake this as dubstep. I never considered it that way. And then it's going to change in a minute and go hard, right? Yeah, unless you cut it off before it drops again, which I think you probably would have done. I don't know. We'll find out. It's a mystery to us all, Polly. We're going to have to wait and see. I don't know if you did. <laughs> yeah, if I'd cut anything, it'd have been this. More that talkie you did, like. Oh, this is beautiful now. There we go. You did. See? Don't, don't think you did. You cut it to a new tune. I told you. You cut it before the second drop. Well, you said to me before. You didn't mind. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. This is the Berserker. And this is the best tune off this album. And I play this at the end of sets. If it's the way I can get away with playing it. And it's fantastic. Like, the, the Berserker's one guy, but like, he, he has a, a band to to tour with or something. I think, I don't know, but I've seen him twice. I saw them at Junction 70, not even before that short. God, that's that's a, a place to remember. Junction 7, that shut down. But yeah, I've seen them a couple of times. They're great. Cool music. Thumbs up again. Trying to not sing along. Oh yeah, we forgot completely all the thumbs up rating, didn't we? It's definitely two thumbs up for me anyway. Four thumbs up. Four thumbs up. Four thumbs up. Try my best not sing along and embarrass myself. It, it, this, this bit though. See, that's like a rage stab, but it just mistreats it. So <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> I've never heard that sort of music twisted that way, like, you know? And then the guitars. Yeah, it's great. Lots going on. So Lots cool. going on. What the hell is going on now? <laughs> oh my god. So you play this at a gig and that's it. The security are throwing you out, right? Yeah, that, I played I play this as my last tune quite a few times. It's great. Why is it whenever you do a gig at a venue, every now and again you'll get one security guy who thinks he's like the man and he's like, oh yeah, I'm not letting your friend in. Your best mate comes. It's like, oh yeah, I know such and such. You're like, would you let this person in and, and for whatever reason the bass is just like, nah, not letting them in. They don't let me in when I'm meant to be playing. Has <laughs> that ever happened to you? Loads of times. If, I've, I've had loads of arguments with the bouncers. Like if I haven't taken my ID, it's usually about ID. Oh wow. Uh, I, had this, I had this ongoing thing with this bouncer one from Nottingham once where like, he just kept refusing to let me in, even though the promoters and the venue owner and everyone come out like, you know, she's 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 in her thirties, you know, just let her in. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I've had that problem at a lot of places. Like, I didn't think that I'd need ID at this age. I had a situation once where the venue for whatever reason decided to ask everybody, regardless of what they looked like, for ID. And this one mate of mine was coming in and he wouldn't let him in. And he had this big beard, like real huge beard, and he's all grey grey hair, everything, and they're like, no, we don't know you're over 18. It's like, look at the size of his grey beard, like. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, we're on our last song now. 
Yeah, oh, it flies through. I tell you, it always flies through. This is like a, it's not like bringing it back down again. It's not like bringing it back to some sort of mellow semblance, you know? For now. For now, yeah. What's this one? Beecher. Called Burning Surface. I've seen this band quite a lot as well when I was, when I was younger. When this album came out, they, they toured a bit. Seen them quite a few times. Great band. I'm trying to figure out what he's saying. I don't know, I always imagine this sort of stuff, because it's like teenager music. It's like, I always feel like they're shouting, Mum, no, I'm not coming down for dinner. Yeah, great tune. Thought it'd be a good one to end on. I think he's a bit annoyed, yeah. This has been one of your teenage years. It probably is. I think he's a bit annoyed at someone. He'll tell you to, to watch your back. It's a great tune, it's so, yeah. Fantastic fun. I don't think they're still going. I think they've been going for a long time. But it's a really good album. People should check it out. If the uh, light being shouted at. So no, I'm not a huge fan of metal. Yeah, it would appeal to you if you like being shouted at and if you like music that changes a lot. So I thought you'd be all over this, it changes a lot. I don't think so, no. Do you not, do you, do you not like being shouted at? It's too melancholy. I like I like happy stuff, like, you know, or... Yeah, you're too cheerful, I think. I think... Absolutely, yeah, way too cheerful. I think nearly everything that I've picked has been pretty uh, depressing, actually. The vinyl subsonic one was beautiful. Yeah. Um, the last tune, Berserker, Burnt, brilliant tune. It, it wasn't particularly happy, was it? It doesn't have to be happy, it can be full of energy. Full of energy and... It said something like, why can't you bleed, I make you writhe in pain. Like, I wouldn't really call that happy. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so we're coming up to the end of the show. Uh, so thank you, Holly, for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for having me on. And I hope that I've not bored you for an hour and 21 minutes. Nah, not in the slightest. No, I love it all. I love it all. It's all good stuff. Uh, you know, more, all, all about hearing new things, you know, <laughs> different things. Open-minded. That's what, that's what it's all about. It's about open-minded views on music. I'm not sure how much of it they heard, like, underneath us talking about pointless things. <laughs> when I put it together, I do the side chain room, Abby, so uh. it's like on one side and then talking on another side. I try to make it sound like you're in a club. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, the music sort of like, you know, if you're, you're right at the back or you're in a separate room, you can sort of hear the music, but it's not like yeah, right on top of you. Cool. All right, cheers, Holly. Have a good day now. Bye. Bye.